Welcome back. Can Muslims in the West buy a house using conventional bank mortgages? While many of you may be expecting a response in the negative, today we have a visiting scholar from the UK who argues otherwise. Sheikh Atabek Shukorov was born in Uzbekistan and began his religious studies at the age of 10. Today, Sheikh Atabek is a renowned scholar having studied in Uzbekistan, Syria and Al-Azhar University in Egypt. His expertise spans a wide range of areas, including Arabic language, Hadith, Fiqh, and Usul al-Fiqh. Let's hear his perspectives on the issue of mortgages and purchasing houses in the West. Sheikh Atabek, welcome to our show. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, so I want to get right to the discussion about mortgages. Um, why do Muslims in the West, why is there a general perception among the Muslim community that mortgages are impermissible in Islam? Uh, you know, uh, it's a very important question. Um, there are... Um, few reasons which is making us as laymen to assume that mortgage supposed to be prohibited uh, because regardless to what the transaction is going to happen this institution called bank it causes some some type of sensitivity with the Muslims anyway okay because in for example in Arabic uh, terms they use this word of al-bunuk al-ribawiyya oh they call it Al-Mu'assasat um, al-Ribawiyya uh, means riba means interest interest mm -hmm. usury okay so means this term of bank in itself is a bit pro problematic for Muslims unfortunately okay so that's one thing and the second thing is <coughs> layman does not look into the transaction from the you can say um, jurisprudential point of view but they look into it as a layman and what's happening in the mortgage? In the mortgage, I just go to this institute called um, bank. Mm -hmm. I borrow money, 10,000 pounds, but then I have to pay it back over time with some extra. It looks like usury. It looks like interest. interest. It looks like riba. Means it has to be prohibited. Okay? So that's the, the main problem. <clears throat> and from the other side, um, you know, we have this problem with us researchers when we go into some issue into some topic to apply our fiqhi pr principles normally we have some certain type of uh, pre-assumptions which is incorrect which is not permissible for the researcher to have he has to go empty-headed you're talking about a researcher just from a researcher's perspective not from an Islamic researcher's yes. perspective yeah, yeah. Islamic and non-Islamic regardless you, need you to should have not have any pre-assumption because your, pre, your assumptions has to be based on the facts and not on what you hear from the people from here, from there. But only when you test the issues based on your own principles, then you have to base, you have to create your assumptions, and then you have to come to the conclusion. So let's suppose now we are dealing with this issue of mortgage. It's widely spread that it is usury, it is riba. Based on that, I will go to find out the reason why it is riba. I understand. So well, you're already going with a presupposed exactly. assumption. Yes, yeah. So it is not permissible. Means you are not neutral. You are already pre-programmed. To say that it's... Yes. It's so you do not go to test if it's permissible or not, but you will go with the inclination that is prohibited. You go to find why. Interesting. So I know your research, so you've come across an opinion, I think that is uh, new, <laughs> and I don't think many scholars... I think there's a different perspective that you bring to the table, which is an important one. You argue that mortgage is permissible and it's 
different than all of these issues that we're talking about. So walk me through how you came up with that. Um, so basically, uh, when I moved to the UK, it was uh, over 10 years ago. So I have been uh, asked for many, many times. And unfortunately, in that time, I was very deeply engaged into the teaching. So I didn't have a time to research. And finally, I took a break. And it was quite a long time, about two, three months. I was not doing anything but only checking, testing. I went to, uh, to my own bank, okay, and uh, just I sat down with the officer, bank officer, because I thought actually without talking to these people, I cannot understand it. Okay? That's right, and yeah. how he was explaining, and I was applying our Hanafi principles on what he was saying. Because um, in the fiqh, especially in the fiqh of, fiqh of transactions, we do not look into the words and sentences, but we look into the technical thing which, he, which was explained. So what he was explaining, it was perfectly matching with Hanafi fiqh. There was no any prohibition, there was no any problem. So what did, what did he, how, how would you explain? So did he say there's no interest? Like these no, are the no, main he issues. He said that there is interest. So okay. interest normally in Arabic is translated as riba, usury, which yeah. is prohibited. Mm -hmm. So I just disregarded what he says, but I just looked into what is technically happening. So technically in two words, I go to the bank and bank asks me, what is the how that you want to buy? I give the address, bank goes and investigates. Okay. Yes. And after that, <coughs> bank transfers a money into my account, but not as a debt. That is the main problem. So if I would take the money as a debt, then it would be usury. But bank does not give it to, to me. So can I ask you a question right here? If the bank is giving me this money, and I owe the bank this money, isn't yeah. that technically a debt? Only, that will be only if I possess that money. Okay, explain that a little bit. What do you mean by that? If I come to you, mm -hmm. I will ask you to give me money. You will say, okay, take this money and go and buy a chicken for me. For yourself? For you. For me, okay. Yeah. So is this money debt for me or not? No, because no. I'm just giving you the money to buy me and chicken. And also you are giving instruction what to do with this. And But that okay. is when I possess it 100%. You do not dictate what to do with this. But I do with it whatever I want. That is the Islamic debt. Wherever there is no Islamic debt, it's silly to talk about usury. It's silly to talk about riba. So Islamic debt, explain that to me again. Islamic debt is when I give you money. And I possess it until the time when I have to return it back to you. Until that time, I do with it whatever I want. So there are no restrictions, no rules. Exactly, okay. yeah. Okay, so for example, I take the money, okay? And then, for example, I will come to you, I will say to you, you know, actually, I want to buy a house. Please, can you give money? Then you will say, okay, just take it. And then, after taking it, I say, um, actually, let me go to Australia to watch kangaroos. Okay? okay yeah. And then I fly there, and I'm free with that. And you have no problem with that. So now I say, this is actually debt. Okay? But if you say, this is the money, okay, for you to buy a house. If you're using it for something else, I am taking you to court. It is not debt. Mm -hmm. It's not Islamic debt. Mm -hmm. So, riba, usury, it will be only applicable in the case where, where I'm borrowing money as a debt. But besides that, there cannot be any interest in it. I mean, any usury. Any so, riba. taking back to the bank contest, so break it down for us once again. So, why are you saying with the money, with the bank that gives us, it's not necessarily uh, riba within the context of the Islamic context, 
because of the fact that we don't have a, it's not their money, or no, sorry, it's not my money, but I'm still paying it back. Yeah. Therefore. Means, means technically, Islamically, what is happening? So I am just uh, asking the bank to buy this house for me. I'm saying, I you understand. bank, okay. buy the house for 10,000, I will buy it from you for 20,000. That's what technically Islamically happening. But just because bank gives me a money so I can touch it, enjoy how to, I mean, feeling mm -hmm. and smell, it smells nice, it does not give, it does not mean that I'm owning it, I'm possessing it. I understand. Wherever there is no possession of the money, there is no debt, there is no qarb, and wherever there is no debt, qarb, they cannot be usury. What about the idea of a time limit to pay back the money? How does that fit into the Islamic yeah, so definition of debt? Yes, so that is another thing. So the most important thing, so means there is no usury, okay? Another problematic issue could be applicable is bay'ul gharar. I will explain the meaning of bay'ul gharar. Mm -hmm. It's one of the ahadith, okay? Nahan Nabi and bay'ul gharar means Rasulullah prohibited from unknown transaction. Bay'ul gharar means, so either the commodity that you are buying is unknown, I will bring a box, I will say whatever is inside of the box for 10,000 pounds. This is prohibited. Because there may not be anything, for example. Okay? Yeah. Or I will say, here is my car, and I'm selling it. But for how much, doesn't matter. Okay? So this is also a known transaction. Mm -hmm. okay? So it means the commodity that I'm buying and the fees, the price that I'm paying, has to be known. But question, does it have to be very accurately known or not? In Hanafi, no. Mm -hmm. So for example, I will say to you, I'm selling a barley, okay? And one stone of the barley is 10 pounds. And okay. the stone, I don't know how many kgs is it, just I picked it up from the street. As long as you can see it, it is done. Do you have to accurately know what is the weight of it? No, as long as you can see it, as long as you can identify it, as long as you can have some assumption, I mean, some guess about it, mm -hmm. okay? So in terms of, so can we say that by al gharar unknown transaction, this principle is applicable mm -hmm. on the mortgage or not? I say no, not according to Hanafis. Why? Because they say if you make the payment within 10 years, you pay that much money. Within 20 years, that much money. So there is some way of calculating, some way of yeah. removing that unknownness. Mm -hmm. You understand? So you have a sense of clarity and understanding. About you what understand? Yeah. So, but accurate, you can say very accurate numbers, digits, it's not compulsory in our Hanafi school. Mm -hmm. But it, it should be something that you have to have some clue. Now, I want to take you back a little bit to one of your main arguments um, on the permissibility of mortgages. You talk about taqwil or wikala. So can you explain that a little bit and how that factors into this? Taqwil is wikala. Uh, wakil means representative. For example, I will say to you, because I'm not Canadian, and you are Canadian, uh, I want to buy a grilled chicken. I don't want to be deceived. I don't want them to charge me twice as much. Because I will say to you, please, mm -hmm. here is the money. Go and get chicken for me and you will go and buy it you are my wakil this transaction which I did with you that is called tawkil appointing a representative okay so there are two types of rep representative tawkil so mm -hmm. it could be that wakil representative for someone else but again for myself also okay how for example uh, I will say to you in the first example which I gave you about this grilled chicken so that is tawkil so you was representative of someone else yeah 
But sometimes I can appoint you to be representative, but for yourself. Okay. For example, um, John Smith owes me 10,000 pounds. I owe you 10,000 pounds. Okay, you come to me demanding the money. Mm -hmm. I will say to you, okay, John Smith owes me 10,000 pounds. You are my representative. Go and take it. Oh, okay, because instead of a three-way, I'm just going to go directly so to the So means now, now I appointed you to be representative for some issue which is related to you. That money belongs to you. So now coming back, coming back to our mortgage, there are two ways of making mortgage. So either so you are the bank and I'm the customer. So I will appoint you to be my wakil to buy the okay. house or either you appoint me to be my own wakil, I mean to be wakil to, to buy the house for myself and then to pay the money to you. You understand? Yes. So just because you're transferring money into my account, it does not mean that I'm borrowing the money, but actually you are appointing me to be your representative for myself to buy the house and to pay you back the money. Not, not to pay you back the money, but to, to pay the money, the value of the house, which belongs to you and not to me. So one question for you. We've done a segment with Dr. Shabir as well about interest, and um, I know the definition is not accurate, but what about the idea where when we are paying money back to the bank, technically we're still ch they still charges interest, right? So yeah. mm -hmm. the idea of rich becoming richer and the poor becoming poorer, how do you address that? You know, obviously this is totally out of the context of riba and bay al gharar buying the unknown. It is totally new concept, which is why the concept, okay? It is the responsibility of the government to defend to, or to protect the buyer from the seller and to protect the seller from the buyer. You understand? Yes. So it is the leader of the just governor. It's nothing to do with the buyer, nothing to do with the seller. I think you've simplified this issue for us uh, quite a bit. Uh, one more question for you. So we've talked a lot about this idea of mortgage from a Hanafi perspective, right? Yeah. Because that's the area that you focused in. Mm -hmm. How would other schools, someone who is watching our show from another school of thought, how can they apply this or can they apply this? You know, this issue of Tawkeel, appointing the representative, it's not something to do with us Hanafis only, but it is across the schools of thought, all, including mm -hmm. the Shia, uh, Jafari school of thought. Okay, we do not disagree on it as main, you can say, principle. There could be in some details, okay, but the issues which I use, the principles which I used in the mortgage, it is general principles on which we do not disagree. Across the board? No, we do not disagree, okay? So I am quite confident that um, whatever I said based on Hanafi principles in terms of uh, usury is mm -hmm. the same in terms of other schools of thought. Only, only, the problematic issue of the mortgage could be in bay al gharar okay, buying or selling the unknown. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, Shafi'is are very strict. So it could be that Shafi'is, they may introduce a condition that you have to know the exact amount of the actual digits you have to, you have to be aware of actual digits. Mm -hmm. So only that could be a bit problematic. Okay, but that is nothing to do with usury, but that is karaha tahrimi or tahrim. So obviously, you know, you've uh, pointed out uh, agreed upon principles that there is, is an approach that, you know, if 
by some miracle everyone comes together, there can be consensus on it. But your issue, uh, I know we, when we were researching on that, it seems to have brought up a lot of controversy. So why do you think that is? Just as we wrap up, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing Rasulullah taught us, he brought it from God. Okay, uh, He taught us to have confidence first of all to study and to have trust and confidence in our knowledge. There will be masses of a people who may take it on wrong way or on right way, okay, but God supported us from behind, keeping us from there, saying, the truth is from God, so do not doubt on it. Okay? So um, uh, controversy will be always there. Okay, because any you know common sense one day it was the matter of controversy. Okay? That's true, that's a valid but point. Over time it becomes common sense. I believe that in less than one decade my fatwa becomes common sense, inshallah. And then we'll accuse others of bringing controversy into our religion. We'll definitely have to bring you back on our show and discuss that another time. Thank you very much, Sheikh Atabek, for taking time. Hey YouTube, we hope you benefited from this video. If you liked it, or if you didn't, let us know in the comments below. And if you're interested in learning more, check out some of our other videos. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get new videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday.